the best minds in the business are ready to have their say. Ready, gates back and they're racing. This is Saturday morning's must-listen formula. This is the RSN Racing Panel. Great to welcome in Dean Lister, David Gately and Jamie Rogers to try and find all the winners on Ballarat Cup Day. Firstly, good morning to you, Dean Lester. Good morning to you, Warren. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Had a lovely little freshen up reading through the honour roll of the, the Ballarat Cup. Zaydani, Irish Flame, Kawaiya back-to-back. You had some involvement there with Jerry Ryan and get to Grand Dreamer and that was a day where the rain came during the day. Must be fond memories of Ballarat Cup Day for you, Dean. Yeah, I think he was 25 to 1 when we were talking about him in the morning on a good three or four and uh, by race time he was nearly favourite. So, uh, yeah, it was one of those sort of days and feels a bit like that today. David Gately, welcome to you. Any stories like that of the basically a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow on Ballarat Cup Day? Uh, no, but there's a Terang Maiden we were able to win. Um, and uh, I think we ran seventh at Avoca another time. So we've had a good run. Things can only get better. Jamie Rogers, you've been everywhere at sports awards and up and back <laughs> to Sydney and Melbourne during the week. Where do we find you this morning, Jamie? Warren, I'm actually sitting in my study back in Melbourne. So landed back here last night. It was great to see my friend inducted into the Sport Australia Hall of Flame. But now we're back into today's racing. And I tell you what, we've seen some well-backed runners across the card here, Warren, at Ballarat with race four, number nine, Ice Picnic. And in the Ballarat Cup, a tissue, like what we saw last start where she was backed off the map, it's the exact same story today. And race 10, number one, Detonator Jack. And if you're having a bet... At Kembla, we've got a new favourite now in the gong with Riadini, who was $12 when we first went up on the market and is now $5.50 favourite. We'll touch on the interest in the, the Perth Group 1 and the features over there later on in the morning. Yep. What's the market been like in the first here at Ballarat? So we'll start with the six, and that is hypothetical, because she is the well-backed favourite here at $2.80, and she's bounced around a little bit this morning, 270 out to 280 but she is definitely the best-backed runner in this race. Devil's Triangle, the seven, has seen a bit of a dabble at 11 but Diamonds in the Sky at the double-figure price has seen the support, was $14 into 13 now into 10 but also seeing some interest at the place price of $2.80. And if we go down a little bit further... Bella Reach at five fifty has also seen some support, and number eleven defining is four dollars sixty. Dino, we're kicking off with the, the mares over seven, over twelve hundred a benchmark seventy eight. Scratchings number five, Bell CL. Tempo in the, the first. How are you reading it? Oh, I thought probably uh, diamonds in the sky, maybe to kiss a cod and uh, and hypotheticals out wider. Uh, then you've got. Perhaps Devil's Triangle and his comments behind them from the inside two draws, but uh, just an, probably an even speed, and there's never much of a rush out of that 1,200-metre shoot because they've got about 700 metres before they start turning. How are you playing the first? I like the first. I think Hypothetical uh, can win. Uh, she's in terrific form. Uh, she started the campaign winning on Geelong Cup Day, uh, and that was a... Good win, uh, beating Fine Dane, and it was a good, tough win on that occasion. Uh, and then last start down the straight, probably uh, got a little bit lost in the worst ground, chased hard behind Snapper at benchmark 80 level. Now she drops to a mare's 78 grade. Uh, she just looks, I think, so well placed. I think she's the one to beat. Uh, Belle Riche resumes. She looks to have trialled up really nicely uh, most recently at Ararat, and 
would uh, think she could sprint very well fresh and doesn't matter wet or dry. Same with hypothetical. Uh, seven, Devil's Triangle. He's uh, got a nice team in today, Matthew Dale, and uh, this mare looks well placed to, to run a good race. And 11, Defining, who I think her most recent jump out was really good. First up can run a race, but uh, keen on hypothetical to start us off with a win. No, six, ten, seven, eleven. How are you seeing the first gator? Yeah, I think hypothetical is the one to beat. Obviously, um, you know, Dino's reference to the terrific win first after covering ground. Uh, looking at the sectionals out of Champions Day, it took a little bit of time to wind up, but then was top ten home last two hundred on a pretty day with a lot of good horses, and that tells me I think she's looking for twelve hundred now and gets back to a benchmark seventy eight. I think they'll go forward here in a race perhaps without a natural lead. I think defining is the danger, like the latest jumper thrashed. Hop on Harry should have finished closer to Elation in a listed race subsequently. He's one of the favourites for Group 1 at the start of this prep. Santiero never runs poorly. And Valet Ritchie, I liked her jump out. And those numbers are 6, 11, 3 and 10. Confirming David Gately's numbers 6, 11, 3 and 10 in the first. Dean Lester with 6, 10, 7 and 11. I'm keen on hypothetical also. I thought her first up win at Geelong was solid. She was good down the straight behind Snapper last start. Back to Mare's grade here. She can roll forward, and I think she's clearly the one to beat. Six for me. Ahead of 10, Ballet Rich, who's trialled up nicely in a jump out to resume. She'll be strong late. 11, Defining, looks ready to go. If she begins cleanly, she can put herself on the speed. And three, Santiro will be off speed and strong late. Six, 10, 11, and three from me in the first. Race two at Ballarat. On Cup Day is over the 1,400 metres. The Vobus Gold, Eureka Stockade, it's clear of scratchings. Jamie, how does the market look? Well, Warren, four of the six runners are in single figures. So we'll start with the one in King's Consort at 3.40. El Padrino at $4 has seen probably the second best backed runner in this race behind the favourite, which is the three DK at $3. As firmed in this morning was 3.10, now into that $3 price. Entrepreneurial is at 12 and hasn't seen too much interest at that price. Shuriken at 6.50 also hasn't been too friendless in the betting. And Street Delight at $11. So at this stage, Warren, the best backed runner is definitely the favourite and El Padrino would be next. How are you seeing the second, Gator? Yeah, well, I think it's obviously just a small field. Tactics always important in same. Uh, DK Entrepreneurial probably settled on to. El Padrino probably just gets that really good trail. Um, look, he's not a star, but he's very, very genuine. He was first home out of all those coming through the listed. Um, Amanda Elliott, uh, irrespective of the track condition, you'd think... He's there to run really well. King's Consort comes through the same race, and uh, he, they just got a mile back in a race where it was better to be closer to the speed and uh, really hit the line sweetly. At Mooney Valley prior to that as well. So I think can be within striking distance here and does look ready to win. So I'm leaning to King's Consort over El Padrino. Shuriken comes through that same race, drew gate one at Flemington and didn't turn out to be... Uh, a plus, um, came through on the inside, had to be the slower uh, part of the track given they're all avoiding that section at that time. And DK certainly came away to win the maiden, um, then led and easily beat a key rival street delight on heavy. So, you know, that runner-up was only three and a half lengths of faults on by in a listed race earlier in the spring. So I can see why that horse is popular as well. But um, I'm with the one from 253. Uh, two, Thoughts on the second, Dean? 
Yeah, I think King's Consort's ready to win, Warren. Uh, his two runs in have been terrific. Cox Plate Day on wet ground. Uh, he made good ground to the line again at Flemington last start. Uh, I thought he was really solid. Uh, I just hope he begins cleanly here because there's a chance from a good draw in the small field he could race a bit handier or a lot handier and, and just get that tactical advantage. Uh, to beat three DK, uh, he's a nice horse. He gets up on the speed and he's bold and he's tough and uh, I think he'll give a good side again uh, going for three wins on end. El Padrino, uh, recent efforts have been okay. Uh, wet or dry, probably prefers the wet though. And Shuriken was quite a nice run. Uh, second start after the win at Casterton. Next best, but I, I'm going to go with King's Consort. One, three, two and five. We're seeing race two very similarly Dean Lester with numbers 1, 3, 2 and 5. David Gately with 1, 2, 5 and 3. And I'm also with King's Consort. I think he's been closing off well. His two runs this preparation. And he's probably heading towards the, the Sandan Guineas at Caulfield. But I think this is a nice run, relatively small field on the way through for him to be very strong late. One for me in a 3 DK who will be on speed. As Dino said, he's just putting on speed. He's a bold going horse. He's going very well for the Chibnall Stable. Two El Padrino, I thought ran well. 1,400 metres last start in a race that ties a bit of this form together. And five, Shuriken, next best for me. One, three, two and five. Race three on the cards, the two-year-old classic over 1,000 metres. Plenty to learn here. It's clearer scratchings. Jamie, can we get a lead from the market? Well, Warren, I was going to say, in terms of the betting, this race is very open. It is $4 the field, but the money is sort of scattered across multiple horses. So we'll start with the one in Get Along. We opened him up at $7, and with the support, he has firmed into $6.50. Another runner that's seen a bit of an interest at a longish price is Sunsource, the three, at $9. Then we'll go down to the six in Capulet, who has been really popular this morning, $8.50, now into $8. Malibu has remained pretty solid at the $6 price, the 10 Pure Paradise at $9. The favourite is the 11 in Sassy Boom, who has been drifting out this morning, but has still seen a little bit of interest. And then Tabata set the 13 at $11 would be probably the best runner of the double figure prices at the each way option of 11 the win or 330 the place. Really speculative speed map here for the young horses at 1,000 metres, so many of them on debut. Tabata set did show speed. On debut, you'd expect something similar today. I think Sassy Boom looks a little bit precocious from what I've seen at the jump outs, but speed maps here quite speculative. Horse with race experience is one that I think is going to run well here at each way odds in number 10, Pure Paradise. I think coming through one of the better two-year-old races in Victoria so far this season behind King's Gambit. I thought uh, the performance there, she closed off well. She's jumped out well between runs, had the race day experience and residual fitness. Plenty to learn, but I'm with 10 each way. Head of 11, Sassy Boom, who has jumped out nicely to make her debut. Ditto for number nine, Malaboom, who was a bit slowly away in an official trial, but did recover and, and work through the line well. And 13, Tabata set, showed that speed down the straight. And I think we can trust that form line to some extent. Charmstone looks to have a bright future, and Tabata set gave a good sight there. My number's in the third, a 10, 11, 9, and 13. Dino, how are you seeing this race? Yeah, Warren, I'm going to go with the top one here, Gidelong, uh, who I thought uh, in the Golden Gift uh, just you know, was way too hard in the, the middle stages. Uh, 800 to the 600 and 10.28 uh, and then 11.20 and set up that very fast speed for Barber to be able to run on and win. And I thought uh, battled on really well uh, to be beaten that far back, 100 metres. I think if paced a, a little bit better in this race looks very well suited uh, with race experience 
to beat uh, Pure Paradise, who I thought ran well on debut behind King's Gambit. I think he's the best two-year-old I've seen this season. So even though beating a margin, ran to the line well. Uh, 13th uh, Tabata set was a, a good run at Flemington. Looked a, a little bit lost down the straight, but battled on well. And uh, Melaboom, uh, who tried well at uh, Warwick Farm, making its debut here with Ollie DeRoy. But uh, I think Get Along will give a great side here and looks a little bit of value. 110, 13-9. 110-13-9 from Dino. Gator, how are you seeing this race? Oh, look, yeah, with, with some trepidation um, for obvious reasons. I've gone with a couple of debutants at the top of my selections. Uh, Sassy Boom showed good natural speed doing the jump out. Um, was under a nice hold as well. Was the third quickest of the 19 heats, you know, and wasn't let go. So I think there's some serious talent there. Malaboom was tardy. You've touched on um, on, the, on that horse, the Sydney Trial, but kicked up to lead, kept going to win quite well. Tabata said, had backing on debut, led, held on well for fourth. I do think the Quinella there are well above average, even though the time was a bit soft. And Pure Paradise, you've touched on him as well. I ran on well uh, into the clear second. Uh, the winner did a run time. Uh, it was thrashed, but still it was a good effort. Beat the third horse, clearly. Um, yeah, no way it ends there, but... Um, 11, 9, 13, 10 for the record. Their Gators numbers, 11, 9, 13, 10. Dean Lester with numbers 1, 10, 13 and 9. I'm with 10, 11, 9 and 13 in race 3, the two-year-old classic. Don't forget we've got some great coverage right throughout the afternoon here for Ballarat Cup, a race day on RSN 927. We'll have Marie McEwen in the mounting yard. Dino, Brendan Delaney and Matty Hill right throughout the day. So we've got you covered here on RSN 927 for Ballarat Cup Day. It's 19 after 8.